This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it, breaking away, Garrett Wilson, Wilson a big play downfield, Allen tripped up, he could not get past Jermaine Johnson, oh look at the speed of Brees Hall, he's done it again, Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown, and he's sacked again by Quinton Williams, what a beast, number 95 for the Jets, listen, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to talk schedule release. Breaking news. We now know exactly what the Jets' schedule is going to be. We knew what the home and away games were. We did not know the order of the games. We did not know the time of the games. We have that information now. And so to break down the Jets' schedule and the schedules from around the entire league, we bring in our friend, who of course is the owner and founder over at WalterFootball.com, Mr. Walter Cherpinski. Walter, welcome back to the show, sir. Thanks for having me back, Scott. Uh, looking forward to breaking this down. I, I love when the schedule is released um, because it allows us to look at week one. And uh, as you know, I love placing bets. So uh, I already found a couple of games that I want to bet in week one. But um, yeah, I mean, I- I'm looking forward to talking about the schedule. First thing I should say, Walter, is that as expected, the Jets got a lot of primetime games. Not a big surprise considering that they got Aaron Rodgers and they were a team that looked to be on the rise last year until really bad quarterback play derailed them. So the six nationally televised games that they have, they open week one on Monday Night Football, 8-15 against the Buffalo Bills at home. That is on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. Their next nationally televised game would be week four again at home, this time Sunday Night Football against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, so Rodgers versus Mahomes. A very star-studded matchup there if you're somebody that likes top-notch quarterbacks or certainly legendary quarterbacks. The next nationally televised game after that would be Week 9, the Jets' eighth game, against the L.A. Chargers. That's on November 6th, 8-15, Monday Night Football, ESPN. So Justin Herbert and Aaron Rodgers go head-to-head for the very first time. The Jets then have a short turnaround because they play again on Sunday night, but it's Sunday night football against the Las Vegas Raiders. So that is their next nationally televised game. They have two more nationally televised games after that against Miami at home on Black Friday. That is an Amazon Prime game. I'm sure a lot of people are going to complain. I believe that does get picked up locally in the New York, New Jersey area. So If you're in the New York, New Jersey area, I think you'll get to see it even if it's on Amazon Prime. I think they have it on local TV. Well, you can correct me if I'm wrong there. And then the last nationally televised game, although this is obviously one that can be flexed depending on the situation, it's an 8-15 game on December 28th. This one is an Amazon Prime game, Thursday night football. 
against the Cleveland Browns. So that could be a big one because if Deshaun Watson and the Browns bounce back the way that everybody expect this year, that could be a game that potentially means a lot for both teams. So, Walt, before we get into the entire schedule, your thoughts on the six nationally televised games that the Jets are involved in? Well, um, not surprised that the Jets get six nationally televised games, given that the Aaron Rodgers news happened beforehand. And I guess we knew it was going to happen eventually at some point. But if it was, you know, Zach Wilson or uh, or Mike White again or Joe Flacco starting for the Jets once more, um, you'd probably be like, you'd probably get two nationally televised games. Um, so definitely not surprised about the six. Uh, you know, the Bills, the Jets starting off week one, uh, as you said, the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, that should be a special game, uh, especially, you know, I mean, like, just you can um, ignore like the 9-11 aspect of it. I mean, this is just a great matchup uh, because these two teams, uh, you'd expect them to be fighting for the AFC crown. AC East crown. Um, and then Chiefs and Jets is pretty interesting because I believe this is the first time that Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers will play against each other. The Chiefs and Packers played against each other twice when Mahomes entered the league, but the first time Mahomes was out and um, I believe it was Matt Moore uh, playing that game. Packers won that game on it was a Sunday night game. And then the second time they met up, uh, it was Aaron Rodgers who was missing. Jordan Love started the game. And um, yeah. Uh, so um, it was uh, it was a close game um, that the, the Packers, I remember, covered at the very end. Uh, I, I had a big play on the Packers, so I definitely remember that fondly. Um, but that was so I, I think this is the first time that they're ever going to match up against each other. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, the uh, the Jets Raiders game is uh, you'd expect to, to you'd, you'd expect that to be easier than the other two. Um and then late in the year, uh, you have uh, the Jets-Browns. I, I don't know if the Browns are going to bounce back. Um, I, I think they must struggle again. Dolphins-Jets on Black Friday, though, uh, seems uh, very interesting. Uh, I, I, You know, you really will have to wonder if Tua Tagovailoa is going to be healthy. Um, if not, uh, the Jets should roll over the Dolphins. But if Tua is there, it should be a, it should be a, a shootout. And then um, the, other, the last one, Chargers-Jets, a little bit earlier than that. Um, you know, the Chargers are an explosive team, but the Jets have a great defense. Uh, and I, I think the Jets should be able to win that one, but it should be a, a close game. The Chargers are always better on the road than they are at home, uh, just cause they have no home field advantage. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, definitely an interesting slate for sure. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. 
Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. So let's go through this week by week, Walter, and we'll make our predictions. The first week of the season, as we said, Monday night football at home against the Buffalo Bills, the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, the last time that the Jets played a home game on national TV on 9-11. It was the 10th anniversary of 9-11-2011, and it was Darrell Revis getting the big interception that led to the Nick Falk game-winning field goal. The Jets got the victory over Tony Romo and the Cowboys. And so this time it's Josh Allen and the Bills coming in. This is going to be one hell of a matchup, and I expect it to be different the second time in Buffalo. It always is. But I feel like the Jets are going to have the momentum on their side. It's going to be a raucous crowd, and I like the Jets to win this one. I think they're going to split with the Bills. I think they'll win the home game and lose the one on the road. So I'm going to go with the Jets here to win and start at 1-0. and Then week two against the Dallas Cowboys on the road. I think this is going to be a tougher one for the Jets than people expect. Traveling down there to Dallas against Dak Prescott and a loaded Cowboys roster. I think the Cowboys are going to win this one again. The Jets are going to be on a short turnaround, six days. So I have them at one and one after two weeks. Then the Jets are at home against the New England Patriots in week number three. I think they'll win this one. I think they'll break the streak. They haven't beaten New England in years. I think they're finally going to get that monkey off their back. They'll get to two and one. At home, as we said, nationally televised game. This is Sunday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs, week number four, October 1st. I think the Chiefs will win that one. It'll be a competitive game, but I think ultimately in the end, the Chiefs are just the better team, and Patrick Mahomes is the best football player on the planet right now, so I would have the Jets at 2-2. Two and two. The next week, they're up against the Denver Broncos on the road, and I think that this one will be tougher for the Jets than people expect just because they have to travel across the country, but... The Broncos are still a bit of a mess. I know they've got Sean Payton, so I'm going to give the Jets this one and have them at 3-2. and two. The following week, they'll be at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles, I think, have the best roster in football. I just don't think the Jets match up well, and I think the Eagles will get the job done. It's a short ride for them, too, down the Jersey Turnpike, so it's not like it's some daunting task to go on the road against the Jets. So I think at the bye, the Jets will be 3-3. Three and three. Then they go up against the Giants after the bye, October 29th, two days before Halloween. I think they can win this one, even though it's technically a road game. I expect a lot of Jets fans to be in attendance. And to be honest with you, Walter, I really feel like the Giants overachieved last season. I don't think they're that good. And I don't think they made that many great improvements this offseason. So I think they may be a regression candidate. And I think the Jets should be able to win that one to push them to four and three. The following week, As we said, Monday Night Football, nationally televised against the L.A. Chargers. That's November 6th at MetLife Stadium. I think the Jets can win this one. The Chargers are going to be going all the way across the country. Walt, I know what you said about the Chargers having a better record on the road than at home. But it's very different when you're on the road against, say, Las Vegas or even Denver, where the travel isn't that big of a deal. Going all the way across the country, I think, could be a problem for them. So I have the Jets at 5-3. and And then the Jets are going to go up against the Raiders. And this time they go on the road on a short turnaround, Sunday night football, November 12th. In theory, this could be tougher 
then people expect the Raiders are a rebuilding team. But again, anytime a team has to go all the way across the country, you never know what could happen. That said, I think the Jets win. The Raiders just are not that talented of a team. So I'd have the Jets at 6-3 and three at this point. Then the rematch against the Bills, November 19th in Buffalo. I think the Bills will take this one. It's going to be do or die at this point, potentially, for the Bills. Because if the Jets beat them the first time, it could create a situation where the Bills are really going to need this game. I think the Bills are the better team. It's close enough, though, that I think the Jets would have the edge at home on the road. I don't see it that way. So I'd have it at 6-4. and four. Dolphins, Jets. This is Black Friday. I think the Jets and Dolphins are going to split. I think the Jets are going to win their home game, though. So I'll give them this one on Black Friday, even though it's on a short turnaround. That's one thing that could be a factor here. But the reason I'm giving this to the Jets is because they're at home. I've got them at 7-4 and four at this point. Then they take on the Atlanta Falcons at home. And I'll be honest with you, Walt. I know a lot of people are making a big deal about their running game. You just don't win games in the NFL with the running game. I know they've got Kyle Pitts. I know they've got Drake London, two guys that are, Pretty solid passing game weapons, but the Jets have Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, and I just think they'll be able to do what they need to do against those guys, especially with Desmond Ritter at quarterback. So at this point now, I would have the Jets at 8-4 and four against the Texans. I think they'll win that one as well. The Texans are just a brutal team. That one's at home. They should win fairly easily to bring them to 9-4. and four. I think they'll lose to the Dolphins on the road, though, the week before Christmas Eve to push them to 9-5. and five. The Dolphins and Jets are very evenly matched. I think they'll split, just like I said with the Bills, with the Jets winning the home game and losing the road game. Against Washington at home on Christmas Eve, I think they'll win that one to push them to 10-5. and five. And then I think the last two games here are interesting, Walt. You could get a Jets victory over the Browns on national television. Again, we said Amazon Prime, the Thursday night game. But I also think it's entirely possible that the Jets going on the road potentially a resurgent Browns team. I know you don't think so, Walt. That one could very well be a loss. And again, I think the Browns may very well be fighting for a playoff berth. So I'm going to make it 10-6 and here. And then that last game against the Patriots. That one is an interesting one, too. I think it's very possible the Patriots could win that one because it's Foxborough. It's the last game of the year. Bill Belichick always has some tricks up his sleeve. But I'm going to end up giving this one to the Jets just because I think they're a more talented team. I know it seems crazy to think that the Jets might sweep the Patriots based on recent history, but really this is a different Jets team and a different Patriots team. So all told, I'm going to have the Jets at 11 and six. I think they get a wild card because I think the Bills are going to go either 12 and five or 13 and four. It's a very tough division though. So they're going to cannibalize each other. And I would expect that the Bills could lose to both the Jets and the Dolphins at least once. So, Walt, that's where I have it right now. I think it could be 10-7. and seven. It could also be 12-5 and five if things bounce the right way. But I'm going to settle on 11-6. and six. I think that 10-12 to 12 win range is sort of that sweet spot. So I'm going to go in the middle and say 11-6 and six based on the predictions I just made. Walt, go ahead and go through each game. Give me your predictions and then the ultimate final record that you have for the Jets. And let's also stipulate, of course, that this is a very, very early set of predictions. There's so many things that are going to happen between now and even the start of the season, let alone the end of the season. So we'll probably revisit this in a couple of months. But for now, these are our very early predictions. Yeah, I mean, it's a good uh, warm up for me because this is what I do for my season previews. So like when I write up a team, 
I'll do like their offense, defense, and everything else, and then I'll simulate their their results through every game. So I do that for every team. So I'm going to be doing that very soon. So it's kind of a kind of cool to do this uh, for the Jets first. Um, that that first game, I agree with you. I think the Jets are going to beat the Bills, uh, not just because of the uh, energy that they're going to have from the 9/11 uh, anniversary, but um, there was a report saying that Von Miller may not be available at the beginning of the, beginning of the year, which could be very problematic. I, I talked about that on the show a couple of times that, you know, Buffalo down the stretch last year really struggled when Von Miller was not on the field, um, except for a Thursday night game against the Patriots. They really struggled to cover the spread and beat other teams. Um, they struggled to beat the Dolphins twice. Uh, and they even lost, almost lost to Skylar Thompson at home in the playoffs. Um, they were losing in the first half uh, at, at halftime against the Bears. Um, and then uh, they needed two kickoff return touchdowns to beat the Patriots in the in the season finale. So this Buffalo team was not nearly as strong uh, after Thanksgiving, and it coincided with Von Miller's injury. So if Von Miller's out again, that's going to give the Jets a big boost. So, yeah, I'm inclined to give the Jets a win there to go 1-0. Um, we differ on the Cowboys game because uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers owns Dallas. Uh, it's Mike McCarthy. Uh, I, I think he's going to have uh, Mike McCarthy's number here. And um, I, I think McCarthy's just a terrible coach in big games. So I think the Jets will beat Dallas to go to 2-0. Um, I, I think they're going to have an easy time with the Patriots. I, I know there's the history there that you mentioned, but – I think the Patriots are the worst team in that division by far. Um, their offensive line is a disaster. So I think the Jets with uh, Will McDonald there to help the pass rush should be able to beat Mac Jones pretty easily to go to 3-0. We agree with the, the Chiefs game. Um, you know, it's uh, like I said before, Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes for the first time. Um, but, you know, I, I think the Chiefs having uh, just more experience with each other right now, I, I think they're um, – you could argue maybe they're they're the best team in the NFL. I think it's I think it's probably the Bengals, um, but they are definitely up there. And I, I think that they're a little bit better than than the Jets. I think it's close though. Uh, but you have Mahomes on on national TV, and he's he's just he's just awesome, um, especially in nationally televised games. So Jets go down for the first time to go to three and one. Uh, then they go to Denver. So last year was this was a Jets win in Denver. Um, but Denver was starting uh, Brett Rippon um, at quarterback. Now it's going to be Russell Wilson with Sean Payton there. Um, it's going to be a tougher matchup, but I, I still don't trust this Denver team. Um, I, I don't trust Russell Wilson. Um, I, I think this it's almost could go either way, but I, I think I'm going to have the Jets winning it to get to get a four and one. Um, as you said, uh, Eagles Jets. Uh, it's it's a close uh, close trip for the Eagles. Although you said it's an easy drive down the New Jersey Turnpike, I, I don't think. The New Jersey Turnpike's every easy drive. It always sucks. Um, <laughs> but, but, but um, yeah, so I, I, I do agree, though, that the Eagles have the best roster in the NFL. Um, so I think the Jets are going to lose to the Eagles to go to 4-2. and two. Uh, Jets-Giants after the bye, the Jets having a week, extra week to prepare is always nice. Um, I don't know if this is off the Giants bye. I haven't looked, but I assume the Jets are going to have the advantage of, of extra rest. Um, I, I think the Giants are, aren't going to be uh, as bad as, uh, you know, I've heard the regression argument for them um, quite a bit, but I think that, I think they're going to be better than people think, especially if Evan Neal takes a, a, a big step in his second year. But I still think the Jets with, with having the extra time to prepare is going to give them a nice advantage. So I'm going to have them win to go to five and two. Um, then we could have the Chargers game. Um, it, interesting that the Chargers and Raiders games are back to back because uh, these West Coast teams have an advantage at, at night with their circadian rhythms. Um, 
so I, I think they're going to split these. I, I don't know which one the Jets are going to win, but I, I think they're going to split these. Um, so let's just say they're going to be six and three after the Jets and the Raiders. Um, the Raiders aren't a good team. I think you're right about that, but it is a short week uh, traveling and then, you know, mm-hmm. um, have, like playing in Las Vegas. That's always going to be tough. And then, uh, like I said, the circadian rhythms favoring the West Coast team. Um, so that might be the one they lose if they have a big win on Monday night against the Chargers. So let's just go six and three. Um, I agree that the Bills will probably win the rematch as long as Von Miller's back by then. So six and four. Um, these Dolphins matchups late in the year, I think it's very fortunate for the Jets that they get the Dolphins late in the year because that might mean that Tua Tagovailoa is out by then. Um, so it, like, I'd rather play the Dolphins later um, than sooner, especially given that the um, – that the at Miami matchup is so late that you don't have to worry about that Miami uh, humidity and heat. Like it's just brutal to play there in September. So the Jets don't have to worry about that. So I think, I think there's a decent chance they sweep the dolphins, but I, let's just say they, they split the series. So uh, they win this one in New York, uh, go to seven and four. I think they beat the Falcons and Texans uh, pretty easily. Um, to go to nine to four. Those are two of the, I mean, I, I think the Falcons are not that bad. Um, but they're not they're not nearly as good as the Jets and the, the Texans are still rebuilding. So let's just say nine to four. And then they lose to the Dolphins, as I said, um, though, like I said, Tua might be out. So uh, let's call it that a loss. So nine and five. I think they beat Washington. Um, like I, I like Sam Howell. I, I actually don't mind this Washington team that bad that that much. Um, but I think the Jets are definitely better. So ten and five. Uh, at Cleveland, like I said, I don't really buy into this Browns team. Uh, I, I don't know. I, their defense was so bad last year. It's not just Deshaun Watson bouncing back. It's the defense has to play a lot better. Um, and we haven't seen Deshaun Watson play well in three years since 2020. I, I just don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna get back there. I, I think I think it might be. Um, I think he might be an overrated commodity at this point, and especially with that contract. But like even without that contract. Um, I, I just don't know if we're ever going to see the same Deshaun Watson again. Um, so I think the Jets will win that game to go to 11 and five. And then, like I said, the Patriots don't scare me at all. I think they're going to be pretty bad this year. They did not address the offensive line. They, they're, they lost some players on defense. Um, uh, you know, it, it's, it's nice that they're actually going to have an offensive coordinator this year. So that's a, it's a slight boost for Mac Jones, but the, the Jets defense versus Mac Jones should, should be a win. So I will go to 12 and five. So we're separated by one win. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's a good outlook for the Jets. Walt has the Jets at 12-5. and five. I've got them at 11-6, and six, although I could also see it being 10-7. and seven. I do think Walt's scenario is possible. As I said, I think the high side for the Jets is 12 wins. Of course, this is all contingent on a lot of things that are in place right now. As we said, a long way to the beginning of the season, let alone to the end of the season. So we'll have to revisit this. In a couple of months, Walt, I know you don't really care who's on national television in these games because you're going to watch them all anyway, because much like me, you're a lunatic and you watch games more than once, whether they're on Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday afternoon, no matter when they're on television, you're watching them, which means that you have to have a lot of different games circled as especially worthwhile this season. Talk to me a little bit about what you saw when you looked at the schedule for the entire NFL, which games really stood out to you? So I, I focused on week one because the spreads are out for week one. Um, I assume that other sports books are going to have um, 
I, I guess mainly uh, the the Superbook in um, or the uh, in, in Las Vegas, the Westgate will have uh, spreads for every game, and you could probably find some other sports books that do as well. But generally, um, you know, and, and and I guess online too. But generally, you're only going to have uh, spreads for Week One uh, at the moment, right now. So that's what I was focusing on tonight. I found a, like a trio of games I like. First one is uh, Pittsburgh plus three against San Francisco. Uh, so people uh, love the 49ers this year because I was looking at the win totals. The Niners have are tied for the highest win total uh, in the NFL this year with the Chiefs. I think that's wrong. I, I still think the Niners are, are a good team this year, but they're not going to be as good as they were last year. They lost uh, some key depth on the defensive line. They lost their Pro Bowl right tackle, Mike McGlinchey. And they're, both of their quarterbacks, Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, have medical concerns at the moment. Um, like there was a report today saying that Trey Lance had to change his throwing throwing motion because uh, surgery a mishap of some sort. Uh, Brock Purdy had elbow surgery; he might not be ready for Week One. So there is a chance that this is um, this is Sam Darnold starting against Pittsburgh. Uh, now, P- people may not uh, see the Steelers as a good team because they didn't make the playoffs last year, but they almost did. Uh, they needed a couple of things to happen in Week 18. It they that didn't come to fruition. Um, I, but I, I think that with TJ Watt, they're such a good team. Last year with TJ Watt, they were sixth in the NFL against the pass. Without him, they were 30th. Uh, without TJ Watt last year, they were one and six, and with him, they were eight and two. There were only two losses with with TJ Watt on the field. What were to the Bengals and the Ravens? Like two, you know, two good teams. Obviously, the Bengals are, were a great team. So there, there's no shame in that. So um, I, I feel like with with TJ Watt on the field um, and them getting Isaac Solmalo to improve the offensive line, uh, Broderick Jones potentially to help as well. Uh, we'll see what happens. I know you're not a big fan of him, but he still he still doesn't hurt to have some competition there. They also signed Patrick Peterson. They they drafted Joey Porter Jr. So this team is going to be better than they were last year. Yeah, Mike Tomlin, who's a, a great coach. He's going to have his team ready for week one. Uh, he's, I'm sure he's going to motivate them to because they're home underdogs to start the season off. And this is an early game for the 49ers as well. So um, Steelers plus three looks great to me. I, I'm hoping we can get a plus three and a half because three is the most likely result of any NFL game. But um, Steelers, like I said, Steelers plus three, it's looking good to me. Another um, another uh, close line is uh, – the Titans are plus three and a half at the Saints. Uh, I don't know what the the sports books are thinking, but the Saints like they seem to like the Saints a lot. I, I don't get it. Um, I don't think the Saints are a bad team by any means, but they're not a good team either. And, and I think they're very poorly coached with Dennis Allen there. Um, I, I, they they signed Derek Carr, so that's I guess that's an upgrade over Andy Dalton. I, I'm not a, I'm not a big uh, Derek Carr kind of guy. Um, so there are going to be some chemistry issues. Uh, I'm not even sure if Derek Carr is going to play in the preseason. So uh, having a new quarterback there uh, might um, just just make the Saints start a little slowly. And the Titans, they, you know, they lost some talent this offseason, but I think they did a good job of replenishing it. Like they, they lost Taylor Lewan, uh, but he was never healthy anyway. They signed Andre Dillard, who has some potential. They lost their Pro Bowl guard, Nate Davis, but then they drafted Peter Skaronsky. So I think he could do uh, a good job of filling in. Uh, potentially. Uh, they still have Ryan Tannehill. They didn't trade him. They didn't trade Derrick Henry. They didn't trade Kevin Byard. They still have Mike Vrabel as their head coach. I, I think Vrabel versus Dennis Allen is a huge coaching mismatch here. So I think Tennessee can win this outright. 
Um, so I, I definitely like Tennessee plus three and a half. And another plus three and a half I like is the Rams uh, going against Seattle. Um, they had these teams met up twice late in the year last year. The first time was in L.A., and the Seahawks barely squeaked by with a three-point win. And then the second time was in Week 18. That game went to overtime. Baker Mayfield was starting for the Rams. He almost beat Seattle, um, and it didn't. Uh, he didn't. Uh, Seattle ended up winning that game, but still, it went to overtime. And now you're going to have Matthew Stafford back. You're going to have Cooper Cup back. You're going to have Aaron Donald back. Those three guys were not on the field against Seattle in those two matchups. So, like, the Rams are going to be better. Uh, Sean McVay is an excellent week one coach. I think he's, um, I think, I want to say he's like six and one against the spread in week one. He's just phenomenal at getting his team ready with extra time to prepare against, especially against a team that's not great. Now, Seattle is, Seattle's definitely not great, but they're not bad either. They have, they have a ton of talent. Uh, but the one thing they're missing is pass rush and the, the weakness of the Rams is their offensive line. Although we'll see what, you know, Steve Avila might, might offer a nice upgrade. He was their second round pick. Um, but. Without a great pass rush, the, Seattle won't be able to rattle Matthew Stafford. So I, I love Stafford uh, and Cooper Cup in this matchup, uh, you know, against the Seattle secondary that has some holes. Um, so uh, I, I think the Rams plus three and a half looks great to me. And I, I'm out of, out of the three games I mentioned, I'm, I'm more inclined to bet this one right away because I think this line might drop the three. And as I said before, three is the most likely result of any NFL game. Walter, I'll tell you why Vegas likes the New Orleans Saints. It's because they did make a significant upgrade at quarterback with Derek Carr. You and I disagree on that. I think he's a pretty big upgrade from Andy Dalton. And they're in a terrible division. They have to play Carolina twice. They have to play the Falcons twice. And they have to play the Bucks twice. So there's a good chance they could actually go 6-0 in that division. And that's why I think Vegas likes them. They have on paper a very easy road to a playoff spot and probably a division title. Really quickly, a couple of games that stood out to me. I want to get your thoughts on this. I just mentioned the Carolina Panthers and how bad they're going to be. Another team that's really bad is the Houston Texans. So when those two teams go at it, you would think, who would care about watching that? But I think it's interesting because by then, you could very well have both Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud in the lineups for their respective teams. The top two quarterbacks, in the 2023 NFL Draft, going head-to-head, the number one and number two picks. I think that's an interesting matchup. I don't want to get into divisional matchups because those happen every year, so I'm just looking at ones that stand out to me in terms of interesting games overall. The Bills and the Bengals, week number nine, that should be a good one. Two of the big heavy hitters in the AFC. Speaking of which, you get the Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs, week 17. Now, who knows where both teams are going to be at that point, That could be a battle for home field. And for whatever reason, those two teams always seem to bring out the best in each other. So I really like that one. 49ers-Eagles, that rematch is something. Week 13 that I will be looking forward to. However, we have no idea what the 49ers are going to be like. Like you said, a really talented roster. But who's the quarterback at that point? Is it Trey Lance? Is Brock Purdy back by then? Is Sam Darnold playing quarterback? Who knows? But on paper, that definitely looks like an interesting matchup to me. And then potentially the game of the year, the Super Bowl rematch and game that I think many people would say is the odds on favor to be the Super Bowl again in February of 2024, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Kansas City Chiefs. So, Walt, your thoughts on those games? I think all of those on paper look really good. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be fun to watch um, the the top two picks in the draft, uh, Stroud versus Young. Um 
we have a similar matchup in week one. We have Tua versus Justin Herbert. Uh, I know they didn't go one, two, but still they were kind of billed as two of the better quarterback prospects that year. So that's going to be fun to one to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, Bills, Bengals, uh, we only saw, we were supposed to see that twice last year. We only saw it once. Um, and, you know, you, you have to think the Bills are going to be itching to get revenge. Uh, Bills, uh, sorry, Bengals, Chiefs, uh, as you said, in Week 17, um, those matchups are always fun. Uh, the Bengals beat the Chiefs three times in a row uh, until the AFC Championship. But, I, you know, I, I think the Bengals had a lot of bad luck in that game. Uh, I, I think the Bengals match up well against the Chiefs because uh, the Chiefs need to, you know, or at least historically, they've needed to blitz a lot to get to the quarterback. And Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL against the blitz. So th- that's why the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs consistently. Um, although that didn't happen, obviously. But, you know, the Bengals are going to be itching for revenge. And then the – well, we'll see if it's a Super Bowl rematch. Uh, definitely could be Eagles-Chiefs. I, I I would at the moment say Eagles-Bengals is my favorite to be the Super Bowl uh, pre- or matchup. But um, – yeah, I mean, Eagles-Chiefs is going to be great and a big revenge spot for the Eagles for sure. So, yeah, definitely a ton of games to look forward to. Walter Cherpinski, the owner and founder of WalterFootball.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down not only the Jets schedule, but the schedule from across the NFL with me. Really appreciate it. Make sure you check out everything Walter and Charlie Campbell are doing at WalterFootball.com. They give you all your gambling tips, fantasy tips, year-round draft coverage. If you love the NFL, if you love college football, WalterFootball.com is the place to go. And if you want to check out great Jets coverage, you know where to go for that. That's PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. The Thunder from down under Luke Grant has some awesome all-22 breakdowns, including a whole bunch of the Jets picks from the 2023 draft, new acquisitions like defensive lineman Al Woods, and much more. So go ahead and check out our videos. Subscribe if you haven't already, YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You Thank You shirt, Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time. doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.